So don't forget, the Vitality Big Half takes place on Sunday the 10th of March and there are still places in the Little Half and the Vitality Big Mile. If you would like to get involved, visit thebighalf.co.uk. Um, I was also playing around with the type of music and I found like I like fast beat music, but I can't keep up the pace to that. So I, <laughs> I needed to alter the music to, to kind of keep up the pace and the pace and then move by London and I got moves in abundance. Couldn't do a squat when I started. Never can do like a hundred. Moved by London, couldn't run for the bus at junction. Sundays never do a long one. Turn 5k to a short one. Moved by London. Wait, so you know that I want one. Metal, you know that I got one. I gotta put it on like lotion. Hi guys, welcome back to the Move by London show. I'm born. I've got a very special guest on the show today. Hi Alga, how are you? Hi, I'm good in yourself. Really, really good. Really, really good. Um we've got we've got quite a different one because we're gonna be talking about the effects of music on performance, why it's important to have a banging playlist if when you're training for your vitality big half your marathon or even just in general when you're trying to work out yeah um hi uh, i'm alka i'm a second year sports and exercise science student at roehampton um i'm originally from south africa i moved here to come and study that um i'm also a swimming coach i've been for the past 10 years however i've been in swimming competitive um since the age of five um, and then I think my hobbies just kind of include anything psychology or mind body connection and human behavior. <laughs> Let's bring it to music running. So at the moment I'm training for the marathon. So yeah, I know for me, it's like, I have to go out with my headphones. I need to have wireless headphones now as well, because when I'm running, I don't want to be fiddling and trying to keep the earpods in all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it brings me to my question because I some some days mm-hmm. I will put a good playlist together and I will float through the session. And some days, if it's not like high tempo and it's a bit more conscious, I find the runs really hard. So I think what are the emotional connections between humans and music? Uh, it's quite a broad question, but I'll try to narrow it down. If you can think of the way you feel in a certain day um, and how our, our bodies are internally kind of connected to our emotions and how our minds start to think about something and then it creates a, a certain effect or spiral event of thoughts running through your body. Um, so studies have been done on um, the effects of different frequencies to plants and the structure of water that freezes. And they found that uh, one particular study tested how if they gave negative emotion or negative frequency to a glass of water and the opposite glass, they gave positive, loving, affirming um, frequency and they froze it. The structure of the water and how it froze was completely different where the one that had positive kind um, frequency going towards it was very light and it looked, you could, the structure would look pretty much like snowflakes where the negative one was quite hard and um, not just not pretty basically. And they found the same thing on plants. Um, so if you speak negatively towards plants, they, they don't grow or they seem sad or like they just don't look healthy. Uh, where compared to positive plants, they flourishing and they're growing beautifully. And um, so the human body is made up about, well, your brain is made up of, uh, I think it's 63% water. 
So the frequency of your thoughts carry through the water and basically then structures the way you feel. Um, so there's a book called You Are the Placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza, and he kind of goes into detail about how your mind can alter your state. And if you find yourself constantly thinking about negative things or your self-talk isn't very inspiring or positive, um, your whole body kind of reacts to that frequency. So we kind of getting used to tools now on how to have positive thinking and um, ways in which we can make ourselves be feel better so we can be our own placebo. So basically on this, um, music has the same effect. So if you're listening to certain music that makes you feel not good or not pumped up if you want to feel pumped up it's kind of hard to put yourself in a different state if you've constantly have this frequency right by your brain um, making you feel a certain way like i i don't like heavy metal much but other people like or love heavy metal and makes them feel differently um so it's all just also to do with the preference and what what gets you pumped up and what doesn't get you pumped up uh, so if you maybe wake up in the morning and you're feeling a little bit sad perhaps put on something that makes you feel better and that could alter your state and the way you feel. Um, so coming back to you saying that one playlist makes you feel this way one day and then maybe another playlist doesn't give you the endurance that you're looking for, perhaps um, it might just be because of how the music's making you feel wow. at the moment. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> and then in, in that same breath, we got beats per minute. So um, we call BPM. Can, oh, beats per minute? Yeah. yeah. So can that have an effect on the speed of the actual album? Because I know if I'm listening to something like a drum and bass album or yeah. like a grime album, I'm running to that beat. and Your higher frequency. Higher frequency, picking up the speed. So can music improve your performance in that sense? Yes. Uh, there's studies been done that actually... Um, tested exactly this that we're talking about now and they found that um, any beats between I think it's 22 to 50 beats per second um, so that will be considered high frequency music and that puts your brain into an alpha state um, so that's obviously faster type music which would go towards higher intensity so you find people who do CrossFit they listen to really high intensity um, or high frequency music in order to keep up the reps and kind of have the heartbeat go and kind of have your endorphins and dopamine and serotonin pick up so that you can endure this type of um, energy. But normally it's for a certain amount of time uh, where they found that people who who are trying to go for more endurance type music need to take the beats per second down a little bit. So that would be anything from, um, I think it's 22 to 20 maybe 30, 30 beats per minute. Um, so that's something with a little bit more steady state. However, I think it would probably, if you're going into like the startup of your run, you want to find your rhythm and it might be easier to have it with a steady state. And if you want to pick up the pace, maybe tune in a, something with a bit of a higher frequency and then maybe take it down a bit. All depends on, on how, you, how you're planning out your marathon, I think. If you really want to knock it out of the park, maybe get a really good Eye of the Tiger type song for the end of it and give it your all if you have some left. That's awesome. That's, that's good to know because really 
So and it's um they they are cleaning the studio. So if you can hear some background noise, it's <laughs> a Hoover right. going on somewhere <laughs> in the studio. Um, apologies, but it's really good to know that you can, yeah, almost look at the route and think to yourself, actually, I want a good start, and then I want to cruise around down the back straight. Imagine we take a, an athletics track as an example. And then yeah. I want to start to bring it home around the bend and then I have a tiger at the end. Right, yeah. so you actually, or whatever ropes you're both <laughs> Or whatever works. So you can actually yeah. plan your... And this is good listeners, if you're listening, you can actually be really tactical in what your playlist does for you on your training runs. You can plan them to get you up that hill, to get you cruising down that high street, or even to bring you home when you know that you're tired and at last... K is going to hurt. And then there's also your pre-performance. So if you maybe want to, if you feel that you get quite anxious before races or something and you don't like the feeling, you'd maybe listen to something that could calm your state. Or if you feel like you're too calm and you need a little bit of a bump up energy, then you can pick something that's going to really get you going. Um, And there's also some stuff on post-performance routines, um, especially during training. If um, you have had high frequency or or high energy um, routine, say maybe, I don't know how long you're running for at the moment, but um, if you just end that off with a post routine of um, something meditative, which then alters your brain state again to take it down from alpha state down to maybe beta, uh, beta, oh, no, from beta state down to theta state, um, it also has healing properties because it calms your brain. So it takes you out of the fight and flight and high frequency and lowers your frequency to more calming so your body can regenerate much faster. So yeah. would you say looking at someone who's inactive, but conscious about running their first race or training run, what would, what would be the, the journey? Uh, I would definitely investigate in what, what type of music makes them feel good um, and also determine in what how they would like to feel during the run because you want to find something that puts you in the flow state. So if you have music that's very distracting and maybe puts you in an emotional state that is not aiding you at the moment, uh, like if you have to go back into your memories of your first breakup and this song comes up while you're doing your marathon and you want to feel good and it makes you feel sad, I don't think that would be the best thing. Um, so definitely pick music that's going to, up your performance or your emotional state definitely um then also i would recommend a a post post performance routine that could just also alter that and also make give you some time to just reflect on what you've just accomplished and um give yourself some loving caring thoughts to make yourself feel like you've just achieved something that um you've been working so hard on give yourself the acknowledgement for it Tomorrow's run, I'm going to actually stack my playlist in a way which it will bring me home at the right time. But also I'm going to listen to something afterwards because you really touched on that point was you everyone does their run, they may stretch or whatnot afterwards, but that your headphones come out and you're like, that's it, I'm finished, good to go. Really, this is where you should be thinking about calming yourself down, getting into that beta state and ready for you to kind of almost go again the next day or the day after. So so just you touched on the beta state there. If you're trying to go for something that's really going to pump you up, um, so different brain 
at different frequencies have different states on your brain. So the beta state is high frequency. So that would get you pumped up and going and it basically puts you in fight or flight. So you've got a lot of adrenaline and power. Where alpha state, if you take it down a little bit, it takes you more into your neural cortex. And then theta state would be a very relaxed um, kind of learning state so if you listen to maybe i don't know classical music but you get different types of music which um or if you go to yoga normally at the end of it i think they call it the i don't even know the name <laughs> but they play really calming music just to like lower your heart rate and get yourself back into your body and just feel what's going on acknowledge what's going on and appreciate um what you just did for yourself what did you find with your music like what was the difference in your music that made you run differently I'm starting to make music that has stuff like go. So like the word go, we can do it, all that kind of stuff. Stuff that has... Yeah. So I listen to lyrics a lot. So for me, it's not mm-hmm. really around the beat. The beat, the beat's yeah. good. So what words do to you. Yeah. But that's kind of linked with emotions and what you hear, what you think about, you bring about, basically. So I'm more... If it's got a, a good flow and some good lyrics, and yeah. then I can almost appreciate what they said in the song and think about a time in my life where that where that lyric or that that rhyme appealed to me yeah it almost like inspires me to keep going kind of thing because yes especially i think from from music artists when you hear i like to hear music artists that had a struggle and then they made it and then and they're, and they're just now kind of almost victorious in their struggle but their dedication yeah. to do what they did to get to where they were. Um, yeah, the like, journey. The journey. Um, yeah. And, I, and, that's a, and that's what I like to hear on a run because it's almost, I'm on a journey and if they can get there, I'll get to the end of my of my, my journey or my training or whatever it is. How about you? What, what's your music that you listen to? It's changed a bit, uh, especially since moving to London. So I've gone from high lyrics. <laughs> um, they used to be very sad, but I think it just my emotional state was that. But then I started reading this book about the placebo and I'm like, but I'm putting myself in that emotional state. So now I'm much more drawn to music that doesn't have lyrics, but just the frequency. So I listen to what, how I feel like when I'm listening to it. And if, if I don't like it, I just change it. Because I, I, I try and alter my state with the music that I'm listening to instead of kind of picking music to, to, to suit my mood because that just feeds the negative emotions, basically. So if I'm waking up and I feel sad, I don't want to listen to extra sad music because I just stay sad. <laughs> so I try and find something that ups my up to my mood. But I, I tend to go these days for less lyrical, more just kind of ambient type music um, or the the, if there are lyrics in it, it's very motivational or inspiring or um, positive or future orientated instead of past orientated. Yeah, do you, do you like? Do you feel? And that's a, that's a really good point actually because I listen sometimes. I listen to sad albums, like um, even when I'm in a happy mood. Yeah. Sometimes you get some negative reinforcement to say, actually, I'm in a happy place now. But let's yeah. listen to this sad album um, just to remind myself that, say it's an ex an ex relationship, or say it's a situation you've been in, yeah. how how you could have felt, but look look how you feel now. Cause, can that ever work? Well, I think you you probably get a, a sense of appreciation for you being able then to take control of your emotions and appreciate something for what it used to be and not what it is anymore. 
Um, and then you also just get to enjoy the artistic side of it and how and you start thinking about what the person went through that kind of made the song and how you relate to that. Um, so it doesn't always necessarily have to trigger you in the way it feels. You can just take yourself out of your emotional state and observe it as a third person almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the listeners, they have, some of them are doing their first ever kind of major event or major run. And some, off to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and some are, some are thinking about it. Some are thinking about it. And I think this will help them, give them the arsenal to say, actually, I I know I like music. If it can take me round my 10, 10K, 5K or half marathon, I'm going to have more of a chance of completing it. Yeah, I think it also takes takes uh, your focus away on the end goal and kind of puts you more in the moment. So you get to enjoy it while you're doing it. <laughs> Doesn't feel like such a struggle. <laughs> yeah, unless you get yourself in flow states, then then it's I think it would go quite easy. Are we going to get you signed up to one of the um, Vitality Big Halves? <laughs> I actually tried doing the Couch to 10K um, challenge last year and um, I was also playing around with a type of music and I found like I like fast beat music, but I can't keep up the pace to that. So I, <laughs> I needed to alter the music to, to kind of keep up the pace. And then I saw a guy running next to me and he was just going and going and going and going. And I couldn't understand. And so the next day I actually said, OK, you know what, I'm just going to take out the music and not even focus on that because I'm making it too much of a thing for me. And I'm not focusing on the running because I didn't have any foundation of running. I was just trying to figure out my technique. Am I stepping with my toes or my heels? Like, what is this looking like? So I took out the earphones and I had a whole hour of, or it was 45 minutes, the longest I've ever run in my life. And I think I only got to seven and a half Ks, but that's the most I've done in my entire life. And I did it on gratitude running. So whenever I find my mind saying, oh, I can't do this. Oh, this is burning. Oh, it's not so nice. I just replace that with 10 positive things and I, that's kind of what got me through it. So I think a combination of self-talk and good music will definitely probably have got me to the 10K. <laughs> but I haven't tried it again since. Yeah. That's a very interesting point, actually, because <laughs> called it gratitude running. Um, yeah. When you're running some of these events, so I mean, I remember I, when I ran the London Marathon last year, I didn't have any headphones, any music, because I wanted to feel the crowd, the people saying your name. Yeah. All I can say is, at the beginning, you're nervous. Yeah. And then you start, and you end up running really, really quick because you get yeah. pumped up <laughs> yeah. from people. And then you get to a point where you get tired and then it kicks back in. People saying, keep going. So there is that element, isn't there, of yeah. know, gratitude running. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Making making sure that you 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 appreciating your efforts, and that it doesn't go unnoticed or don't, shouldn't feel like a punishment. Because in the end, it is all good for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, how can we how can we find you? Uh, well, I am on Facebook. I am on Instagram. However, it's not very active, but that's going to change. And I'm busy building up a blog um, that's kind of related to all of this mindfulness and um, paying attention to your mental well-being as much as your physical well-being, because I think they go hand in hand. Um, 
and they need to be semi-balanced, I think. So I am Alka Stapfos. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram and soon to be blog. <laughs> wow. I look forward, I look forward, I look forward yeah. to reading it. Um, thanks so much, <laughs> guys. We'll see you again real soon. It's in the Move by London show and catch you soon. Bye. So don't forget, the Vitality Big Half takes place on Sunday the 10th of March and there are still places in the Little Half and the Vitality Big Mile. If you would like to get involved, visit thebighalf.co.uk Moved by London, and I got moves in abundance Couldn't do a squat when I started, never can do